the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, good afternoon, everyone, on this uh, sunny Friday, as you just heard. JR say Johnny Reynolds. Good afternoon. It's John DePietro, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. It is the John DePietro Show. I want to say good afternoon to everybody tuning in. Part of our uh, live stream that we have. Folks, this is next week is the final week of the temporary page. One more week to go. And then with spring, we return to our normal Facebook page with an audience of, uh, I don't know what it is. It's between thirty to 60,000 at different times. But anyhow... But uh, so, again, if you'd like to be part, and good afternoon to everybody on the live stream. We're enjoying it. Hi there, Tyler Moran, Josh Allen, Chris Moran, and others. Folks, if you'd like to watch the live stream of the program, it's all right there at uh, JDRI Radio FB Live. Final week of our little bit of a winter enclave, so to speak. This portion of the program, folks, on this Friday, hey, what are you doing right now? What are you doing for lunch? Why not stop over Ron's Pastry Gourmet, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence, right next to AAA in Providence, right um, off of Silver Spring Street. It's Ron's Pastry Gourmet, where everything is fresh, delicious sandwiches, delicious calzones, sausage and pepper sandwiches. Remember, free coffee for police and military, the complete opposite of Allie's. It's Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Stop it and see Ron and Melissa. Remember, Friday in Lent. Which means no meat today, but you can have um, obviously spinach pies or pizza strips or different things like that. They also have delicious, fresh Italian zapolis with um, it's just delicious in cannolis. And they still have, (coughs) excuse me, the Trump chocolate donuts. Folks, they're waiting for you. It's Ron's Pastry Gourmet, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. And then look for their Facebook page. Well, you just heard, if you were listening, uh, we we ran uh, Governor McKee. His weekly COVID briefing. So that means we have uh, between now and 2 o'clock, folks. So right now it's 12.08 in the Ocean State. Between now and 2 o'clock, bring you up on the news of the day. And I'm going to just come out and uh, and say it. That Number one, I want to be the first one to say I am certainly willing to give Governor McKee. I'm willing to give him an opportunity, give him a chance. He seems fully uh, engaged. He was not voted governor. He is the governor because Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo left and is now Secretary of Commerce. But I want to I believe he deserves a chance. There's a nice uh, article on the state's first lady in the Boston Globe. So they seem like a very nice family. And I think, (coughs) excuse me, I think he's earnestly trying to do a good job. But I'll I'll say this about Governor McKee. And those watching on Facebook Live, there's the uh, the backdrop you see, Veterans Auditor. But I'll, I'll say this about. Governor McKee, he is being, and maybe it's, you know, he's still just kind of getting acclimated. But to me, um, it's it's hard to listen to the fact that Rhode Island Department of Health, Dr. Alexander Scott and Commerce Secretary Stephen Pryor, it's, um, it, it's hard to believe that they're actually still in the picture, uh, the two of them. And, and I think as a new governor, I think I'd like to think I should say, I'd like to think that he's waiting for the right time, which, you know, you want to get through the first month, then you get into April, and then maybe right around either Friday, Memorial Day weekend, the Friday before, or leading into, when's the 4th of July this year? Let me just um, check that out. The Ju- July 4th, it's on a Sunday. And so Monday will be the holiday. So that's a, uh, a three-day weekend. Maybe Friday, July 2nd, you do the news dump where you announce that, you know, they are, um, they have other family obligations or whatever. They're moving on to new challenges. So you have Friday, May 28th is the Friday before Memorial Day weekend. Or that, so that's Friday. Uh, Memorial Day is, uh, is late this year, is Friday, May 28th. And then Memorial Day is July is um, May thirty first, or you have Friday, July second, and then you have the long weekend. So um, whenever that will go, but it you know the fact that Doctor Scott is still there, 
And how about, folks, if you if you didn't catch it, but just Stephen Pryor, the Commerce Secretary, talking about, you know, trying to almost seem like a hero that he's opening these things up. They, they, I, I, and by the way, I, I don't agree with the fact that they're still taking this long to open things up. Um, I, I think the fact that we have the vaccine and you had President Biden speak last night. Um, as much as people were waiting for President Biden to stumble and have a hard time, come on, you're talking about 20 to 25 minutes with a teleprompter. I, I think it's, I also want to say, I have a problem with these people. There was someone on Twitter saying he's, he's not senile. You know, that, that's an insult. If, if, if you, anyone, if you've had a family member and they suffered either um, from dementia or it's, it's cruel, no one would want to go through that. I have a friend of mine who his, um, it's very sad. His, uh, from what he's told me, his father will go to visit his mother and his mother has dementia and basically has no recollection of who is her husband, the person she's been married to for over 60 years. I mean, that is cruel. As much as Meghan Markle was saying that her and Prince Harry were suffering, that, that's cruel. Anyone that has had a family member that has suffered from elements of dementia, it's... um. Obviously, it's difficult on the person, but it's very difficult also on the family. And there was someone on Twitter last night, and I think someone was saying that it's Meghan McCain's husband that was saying that. Listen, you you don't have to like President Biden, but he is the president, number one. So you want to have respect for the office. And number two, um, I I just think that's, that's, uh, that's an element of cruel. Anyone that that jokes about that, that somehow that President Biden is is senile, is um, it's someone who and they they should consider themselves lucky that they and I'm going to play it. Actually, it's I believe he is um, he's Meghan McCain's husband and thinks he's uh, his name is uh, he's a Fox contributor, Ben Dementia did not like the president's speech. So, but to go on and say it's garbage full of lies from a senile person, he's on with that. He was on a panel on um, Ben Dementia, Fox News contributor, Federalist publisher, and Meghan McCain's husband. Well, that explains a lot. You imagine having to listen to her. My God, as if, I mean, talk about. Here is, uh, this is the sound of it last night. This is another garbage speech full of lies from a senile person who thinks that they're in charge of America, but actually isn't running anything. And I'm not going to pretend otherwise. I mean, the, the reality is that this guy who's been trolled out to us, you know, as being the president of the United States, except for the fact that he hasn't taken a single question for 50 days, you know, comes out here and says all these different things about his expectations for the future. He's trying to defend a massive expenditure of taxpayer money, yeah. uh, but something that is also not actually targeted in any real way and it was supposed to lead to the reopening of schools across America, but I actually don't think that it will. I mean, the, no, the simple fact is that, you know, Dr. Fauci told us that, like, oh, just pass this and we'll reopen the schools. That's not no. going to happen. And it's, it's not, there's and nothing in there. I just think we're headed for. That's right. There's nothing in there. You know, that that is just, um, what, what an absolute jerk. He really is. So, hey, congratulations. Can you imagine married to Meghan McCain? What an absolute jerk. I think it's very insensitive. Um... Now, folks, we're also just seeing that uh, Governor Cuomo has announced a one o'clock press conference after now a dozen congressional. Uh, wow, this could be it. We're going to carry that. This could be it. He could be going. He could be resigning. They're really all coming after him now. Wow. All right. We're going to uh, we'll carry the Cuomo press conference. <coughs> Excuse me. Coming up next hour. So that's pretty significant with um, Governor Cuomo now is calling a one o'clock press conference 
and one was not planned, I want to mention. So things have really heated up now where a number of people are telling him that he needs to resign. So talk about, I mean, this has been fast and furious. So right now, the latest now, Rep. U.S. Con- Congressionals, uh, AOC, I don't know, Mondia Jones, Jamal Bowman, Carolyn Maloney, have issued a statement calling on Governor Cuomo to resign from office. I mean, that is, um, you know, so he's lost, he's lost, um, he's lost the congressional delegation. So, you know, this is, so this is uh, happening right now where at one o'clock, he's going to say one of two things. Uh, it, it sure sounds like he's going to announce he's stepping down. Un- unless if he's, he could step forward. It, I, I believe he is going to, Governor Cuomo now, Andrew Cuomo, is going to announce. We'll see if uh, his brother and CNN carry it, but um, we'll see whether or not they're going to announce it. But I, I don't think he's he'll call a press conference unless he um, unless he announces that he's stepping down, because otherwise you just issue a statement and and you've made it to Friday. You want to get into the weekend, so <coughs> this is very dramatic. Folks, right now it's 1217. We're going to carry Cuomo live coming up one o'clock. You think of it was a year ago that he was having the battle with Governor Raimondo about New Yorkers coming into Rhode Island and he wrote the book. But we're going to uh, we will carry that live on this Friday, March 12th, where New York Governor Andrew Cuomo has announced a one o'clock press briefing and we'll carry it live right here on the John DePietro show. Folks, right now, as I said, at 1217. Almost 1218. You know, with this uh, weather that is so enjoyable and it is a delightful day right now, how about that? 64 degrees outside. Uh, and then in a little bit of a chilly weekend, but um, and certainly next week, what was supposed to be some snow now looks like it'll just be rain. But and then a week from tomorrow is the first day of spring. But I want to remind you, you're going to spend more time outside and you want to make sure that you get rid of outside on your home or on your business or a restaurant or a roof or a deck or a patio or walkway. I want you to go who I went with in order to get rid of some of that green or there's, there's staining or there's moss or algae. And the way to get rid of it is with my friend Jared at Bethel Softwash. Now, the best thing to do is you can call, you can text him, free same-day text estimate. Bethel Certified Softwash, B-E-T-H-E-L, Beth, Bethel, 401-617-2585, 401-617-2585, Bethel Certified Softwash. Remember, free same-day quote, you see that truck pull-ups, Bethel Softwash, Power Wash. What it is, the website is RhodeIslandSoftwashing.com. The before and after are tremendous. Bethel Certified Softwash, Power Wash, again, Find the website is RhodeIslandSoftWashing.com, but it's Bethel Certified Softwash. Get rid of that, the uh, the algae and the pollen and the dirt and the moss and the bacteria. It's Bethel Certified Softwash. Now, I want to just, again, touch on the briefing that, you know, we had to sit there and listen to that Stefan Pryor. The fact that he's, well, you know, we're going to do open a little bit, a few things here, and then we're going to open something. Just listen, we have the vaccine. We're the smallest state. People, there's still people, by the way, once they even open things, it's not like everyone's just going to go out immediately. So you might as well open things because there's going to be a gradual re-entering of everyone. You know, going back to whether it's to events or restaurants or whatever it may be. So I, I don't know why, especially since we have the vaccine. I I think they should just I think they could open things up more rapidly because let's face it. Um, how many people listening right now that you're just not in a hurry to go into a big box store? You're not in a hurry to go into. There's still some people skittish about going out to a restaurant. So I know that they're trying to say, you know, we're not out of the woods yet and we're going to ease the restrictions. Um, The fact is, I I still don't understand why the state can't be a little bit more of, you know, try to be a leader a little bit. 
And folks, you also heard now in Massachusetts and good afternoon, folks, it is it's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, which is DePietro.com. I'll tell you, the Governor Baker, he is um, he's really <clears throat> he's really going. Uh, he's, you know, fighting back and forth with the teachers unions where basically, you know, he is not caving to them the way Rhode Island is. And he is saying you're going to wait your turn. You know, uh, the governor of Massachusetts, he is saying, I'm not going to give the vaccine to people in their 20s and 30s ahead of people that are older or people that have a compromised immune system. Now, Rhode Island, they are doing that. They are caving to the teacher. The difference is, I don't think it's because the first lady, Governor McKee's the first lady, that his wife is a teacher. I don't think that's what it is. I think it's an opportunity, as we've talked about, to try to ingratiate himself with the teachers unions because he has an election next year. Now, Governor Baker, he's in a stronger position and he's not exactly he doesn't seem to care whether they're with him or not, because Governor Baker did try to get more charter schools into Massachusetts and they fought him tooth and nail. Um, I also want there's still more fallout on the Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. And there's a piece in uh, this morning's Boston Globe. I just want Meghan Markle's a former actress, the American wife of a British prince, Duchess of Sussex. She's also a, um, they compare it to kind of like Hillary Clinton. Uh, and now this is Renee Graham writing. She's an icon. She's a gold digger. She's an asset to the monarchy. She's trying to destroy the royal family. She's a truth teller. She's a liar. She's victimized by misogynists, a targeted hatred of black women. She leveraged her light skin privilege to gain entry to the world's oldest institution, colonialism and white supremacy. That's just a sampling of the many email responses I received after writing a column about Meghan and Prince Harry's blistering interview with Oprah, why they left England, stepped back from their royal duties. Celebrity, royalty, colorism, racism, family dynamics, mental health issues, sexism, it's all here. So too are various hopes, fears, and ease. And again, she writes, with women, especially women of color. This woman had, Renee Graham had written, Meghan Markle was never allowed to fit into the royal family. That's all false. Inevitably, Harry, Meghan's two-hour sit-down with uh, Oprah has drawn comparisons to the 1995 interview given by Princess Diana. Perhaps a better parallel for Meghan is Hillary Clinton. From the start of her husband's first presidential campaign, Clinton was harshly scrutinized. Not only was she a successful lawyer, uh, she was unapologetic about it. I guess I could have stayed home and baked cookies, she said, who worked as a lawyer public advocate. What people didn't like was Clinton's desire to be more than a campaign accessory. She was not the uh, typical politician's wife, uh, blah, 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 uh, led President Clinton's universal health care. That was an absolute disaster. Uh, since Meghan's marriage to Prince Harry, it's been the same for her. So now they're now comparing her, Meghan Markle, to um, to Hillary Clinton. But folks, I want to get to um, what you just heard with the, the briefing. And, and I, I mean it. Um, I think that it's Susan McKee is the first lady. But I think new Governor Dan McKee, and I know his people listen to the program. I mean, I am telling you that... I I really think he could do better, uh, certainly with the Department of Health and also with Commerce Secretary Stephen Pryor. And I get the feeling that both of them are at some point going to be eased out, as I said. So Rhode Island plans to ease many COVID restrictions next Friday. Folks, again, the numbers today, four COVID deaths, 382 additional cases. Um but especially Dr. Scott, I noticed that the Department of Health, they're not having any type of press briefing about exactly what happened with the cost of both Slater Hospital and also the uh, Zamborano Hospital. So the Providence Journal has a story on it. I think the Channel 12 reporting has been much stronger. And, 
you know, that is something that I would like to see them address. And in, in my question for Dr. Scott, you know, at this point, when she started to get into the mask, um, listen, at this point, if you don't know how to wear a mask, I, I'm just I'm not convinced that I'm not convinced that uh, that any can help help you. There's also apparently there's a number of men that are passing on the vaccine. So and again, you walls closing in. Wow, Drudge Report is saying New York reports new allegations. Is this possible in a cover story by New York? Cruelty and the casualties. Um, Reports a new allegation, appropriate behavior by New York Governor Andrew Cuomo. Uh, And then the former aide that that he could, they have the police involved. But listen, this is what's going to cause him to resign. Interviews more than 30 women who have worked or interacted with Cuomo. Bullying was a defining element of his management style. Understanding of political power. Um, connections, his reported behavior and broader allegations. Alleged cover-up of the nursing home deaths. Uh, the same attitude that emboldened you to target a 25-year-old also emboldened you to scrub a nursing home report. How about that? Wow. Holy cow. All right. Well, it sure sounds like Andrew Cuomo is... Um, is going to be resigning coming up at one o'clock and we're going to carry that live. But, folks, Dr. Scott, you know, the the vaccine rollout has not gone smoothly. And I'll give you an example. You know, I've heard from many of you that have been um, trying to book an appointment to get the vaccine. And I think a good example is the media, the Rhode Island Department of Health was announcing that at 11 o'clock this morning, CVS would be once again uh, opening up appointments to people. And I've heard from many of you that keep doing click, refresh, click, refresh, and they didn't open anything new. So, uh, you know, that falls under. Dr. Scott with the Rhode Island Department of Health. Now, I know you could you could blame CVS, but the fact of the matter is, is, you know, somebody has got to um, somebody's got to be held accountable with this whole thing. So between the vaccine and it, it has not gone smoothly. And if you heard Dr. Scott in the briefing that we just carried, she's again doing this whole, you know, the whole equity thing. So I, I just I don't understand. They try to continue this narrative that Rhode Island is, is leading the country and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, we're going to have and it's going to be safe and uh, talk to your doctor. And, and uh, you know, they're telling everyone to get the vaccine. So Dr. Scott said in the briefing, we opened eligibility today. Rhode Island is 60 to 64. So I've heard for I am not in that category as of yet. Uh, but I have heard from many of you that have been trying since 11 o'clock and they haven't updated anything. So, you know, what are they talking about? Why are they telling people that starting tomorrow at 11, you could book an appointment through CVS and then I've heard from a number of you, and folks, if you want to get in touch with me, go to the website, depetro.com, click on Contact John, and, you know, this thing, Rhode Island ranks sixth in the country, most residents. We, we're the smallest state, for crying out loud. We should be number one. I, I just don't understand. I mean, I, I, I kind of get that he wants to wait a little bit before he makes some kind of a change, but... um. At some point, he's just going to have to make a change. In this business that the Rhode Island restaurants and gyms and retail shops and the fact that that Stefan Pryor, head of commerce, was saying, you know, last spring we had a problem and it wasn't a level playing field. That falls on them. It should have been a level playing field. And the fact that it wasn't, um, I mean, to me, that's that's no excuse to say you're now going to be opening things up. Things could be open a lot more. That's that's my feeling with it. Well, folks, good afternoon at 1230. So I recognize he's the governor of New York, but he's still, listen, this is someone, Governor Andrew Cuomo, 
where last spring they were talking about him. He should replace Biden. He should replace Biden on the ticket. And here it is. Less than a year later. And. It sounds like he's going to be resigning at one o'clock today, which we're going to carry live. Folks, I'm also seeing how about Tom Brady is signing a new four year deal, (coughs) new four year deal with Tampa Bay. And meanwhile, I have no idea why the Patriots are re-signing Cam Newton. I I watched him play last year. I don't. That I don't get. But let me also just see this. Um, what is this uh, story? Uh, it's the, well, we're going to see that. I know there were reports that they're trying to go after President Trump, but I I'll I'll believe it when I see it. I'll uh, believe it. There's just, you know, we've learned, folks, there's just so many allegations uh, about him. And uh, we always keep hearing that they're going to get him and they're going to go out to get him. And then, you know, none of it seems to pan out. So I'll believe that when I see it. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show on this Friday. And again, good afternoon. Right now it is 1232. It is one on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, tobetro.com. This portion of our program is brought to you by R.E. Coogan & Heating. Call them today. Call Coogie. <clears throat> you know, we played the audio of him yesterday, and he's so fantastic. 401-732-6562. R.E. Coogan & Heating for plumbing, heating, and cooling. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Remember what Coogie said. is let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. From winter to spring to spring to summer, from summer to fall, at R.E. Coogan and Heating, trained technicians provide 100% service, one customer at a time. Call them today, Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, 401-732-6562, for R.E. Coogan and Heating. Now, folks, I mentioned... How um, I did receive an email from one of our listeners. Juan, I heard you mention uh, Cicilline trying to raise money off a rep calling, referring to him as basically Mussolini. <clears throat> Where can I find that? If you um, if you log on at the website to Petro.com, you can see where I have exactly that, where he's basically trying to raise money off of that rep, calling him that. Don't forget to Petro.com, which is brought to you by Relax Souls, Reflexology, Lisa Wood. Text or call for an appointment, 401-742-6621, 401-742-6621, Relax Souls, S-O-L-E-S, Lisa Wood, Reflexology, differs from massage, it uses acupressure points and meridians. It works on the hands and your feet and your face and your ear. Boosts the immune function. Reflexology and Lisa Wood. Call or text her at 401-742-6621. But you can also log on at the website, which is petro.com. Well, folks, good afternoon. Again, it is Juan. It's John DePetro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. If you're just tuning in at 1234 on this Friday last night was the um, I I didn't think it was that impressive President Biden. But the the problem is, you know, more of these people saying and people are asking me, do you think he's going to step down and let Kamala Harris and he's going to resign? And she's saying, I I don't see why. I don't see why they would do that. Uh, He is fully in control. He um, they are propping him up. I know people would like to have him do a press briefing. I don't think that's going to happen. It's what I've said. He has a strong uh, chief of staff. He has strong advisors. And last night, I think, is the best he can do right now. Uh, So, no, I don't think that. And I also want to remind people that if you're Jill Biden and you're the, the Biden staff, and whether it's Tom Donlan or Ron Klain, um, I just don't understand. I don't think people understand how power works. They have power. Now, I agree with you. One of the reasons I don't think that they have him doing a press briefing is I think he would struggle trying to do a press briefing. I do think that. So you're not wrong with that. I think he would struggle. But right now, whether people like it or not, if you believe, I know I we have a, 
one of our uh, listeners, viewers, Chris Moran, is like, oh, Juan, come on, you don't believe those approval ratings, do you? Depending on which one you look at, it's either at 51% or it's 60%. But listen, it's, it's, I haven't seen anything that says 30%. Now, President Trump struggled and didn't have a high approval rating. I recognize you can say, I'll say this, I think they feel that he has strong approval ratings. I'll say that. They feel he has strong approval ratings. So that's why I don't think they're in a rush to do anything. And I don't think they're going to, they're not going to um, put him out there to handle a full briefing. I do agree with people that I don't think he's up to it. I don't think he is up to it. So I agree with you on that. I think he would struggle. I think if President Biden stood in front of the media for one full hour without a teleprompter and was trying to take questions the way presidents have in the past, I think he would struggle with it. And so and then, you know, last night, um, you know, whether it was Hannity or Tucker or let's face it, people were waiting for him to struggle and they were waiting for President Biden to have a tough time with it. And so, you know, and that's just with the teleprompter speech. I think, in fact, that if he was doing a full press conference, I think he would really struggle. He did kind of struggle a little bit. He can get through that a little bit. Let me play. Um, I do have a little bit of, well, sound last night, that whole business that we could all get together on the 4th of July. I don't understand why we even have to wait to the 4th of July. If once everybody gets vaccinated, I mean, if if you have been vaccinated and three of your friends have been vaccinated, I I'm at a loss as to why people couldn't get together either next week on St. Patrick's Day or they couldn't get together, you know, um, certainly Memorial Day or whenever they want to get together. I don't know why we're now supposed to wait until the 4th of July, but that was uh, President Biden last night. I'll say this. Listen, I do agree. It's kind of gloomy and uh, he does focus on death a lot, but he wasn't terrible. He wasn't wasn't inspiring. Teachers and school staff reading the teleprompter. Bus drivers. accelerate massive nationwide effort to reopen our schools safely. Well, that's the biggest thing. I mean, that needs to happen. That needs to happen. Now, as far as Rhode Island, Governor McKee, they are loosening more restrictions. Social gatherings, restaurants. Uh, restaurants can move tables closer together. Um, <clears throat> as far as coming up on uh, March 19th, restaurants can, indoor dining can move to 75% capacity. Now, bar areas can start to open. Uh, churches can move to 75% capacity. Gyms are going to increase one person per 50 square feet so they can allow more people in for that. Social gatherings moving up uh, to 15 people, 50 people outdoors. It's pretty good. And then funeral homes, which is big, are slowly going to move to 50 percent capacity. So I, I still think it could be done. I think it could be done faster, uh, but he is on track. And I think with Governor McKee, he def- definitely identifies that um, he definitely identifies that it is something that has to happen, happen rapidly. And I like the fact that he is putting it out to the municipalities and he's not having the state, you know, just control it the way Governor Mundo did in the past. Now, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on this Friday. Remember, this portion of the program is brought to you by Henry Oil. Hey, we still have some cold weather ahead. Uh, Dial up, call Henry Oil today, 401-521-0200. Reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. Fuel oil, diesel, gasoline. Call Henry Oil today. Online at henryoil.com. Serving most of Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. Lock and cap pricing. uh, Service contract, budget plans, automatic delivery. Call Henry Oil, 401-521-0200 for Henry Oil. Now. Uh, let me see if we can talk to our friend John Francis at Competition Shooting Supplies. I'd like to check in with John and get an update on what he has for inventory 
And um, remember, folks, for firearms, ammunition, and accessories, you want competition shooting supplies. 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. Let's see if we can uh, get our friend John Francis on. He does post on uh, Facebook quite a bit as well. Yes, John Francis, please. Okay, it's John DePietro. All right, folks, we are on the line with... uh, there he is, folks, on the line with us right now from Competition Shooting Supplies is our friend, the Defender of the Faith, John Francis. Happy Friday, John Francis. Hi, John. How are you? Very well. Now, John, would like to do our weekly update with inventory. I did see, uh, and boy, you post very regularly on Facebook, and so wanted to give you a chance to uh, give people an idea of what you have in stock. Okay, so we did get another uh, pretty good uh, shipment of handguns this week. I got another 20 assorted uh, 9mm and uh, 45 caliber uh, pistols. Um, I did get in a very limited amount of ammunition. So I do have currently some uh, 45 uh, auto, uh, some 9mm, and some 223. Now, I'm seeing uh, on Facebook you still have one Glock. 17 Gen 5 and a Glock 43 factory refurbished. What can you tell us about them? Uh, so the 17 Gen 5, that's the full-size 9mm Glock. Uh, those are, uh, that's brand new, comes with three 17-round mags. Um, the 43, that was probably a sales sample, uh, my guess is. Okay. And so when the sales people are done with them, they <clears throat> give them back to the factory. They go completely go through the gun. Um, you know, replace anything, any worn, you know, if the guns were used at a shooting demonstrations. So essentially they rebuild it, um, you know, refinish it, put all new barrels in if needed, and it comes with a one-year factory warranty. Now, John Francis, I also see you posted about it's imperative every Rhode Island gun owner contact the House Judiciary Committee. Talk to us about that That's a little correct. bit. Uh, yeah. So the, um, uh, any day now, uh, you know, they're going to be hold, they're going to start holding the hearings on all the anti-gun, uh, bills that have been, uh, submitted. And, um, so the, you know, the, all the judiciary members need to hear, uh, from Rhode Island gun owners because it's my, from what I've been hearing from my sources, nowhere near enough gun owners have been contacting, uh, the people up at the state house, including the Senate president and the speaker of the house. Okay. So that's something so people say, so need to kick into action. Folks who are listening, yeah. don't believe for a second that these people up there will not vote to take away your rights because they absolutely will. That's right. Unless you give them a reason not to. That's right. Folks, we're going to stay on that. Folks, it's John Francis, Competition Shooting Supplies, Firearms, Ammunition, Accessories. You can call him at 401-727-1716, located 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. John Francis, what are your hours for today and for tomorrow? Uh, today we're here uh, 10 to 6 and tomorrow 9 to 430. All right. John, we're going to check in with you again, especially uh, as the week goes on about this legislation at the State House, because you're exactly right. From what I understand, they're going to try to move full speed ahead. Yes, and we're not going to get more than 48 hours notice when they do it. That's right. All so right. I would suggest, you know, folks, you know, keep, keep track of my Facebook page. Yep. Um, you know, if you're a member of one of the private clubs in the state, um, you should be getting uh, updates from your uh, club and, uh, you know, uh, also monitor the 2A organizations here in the state, especially the Rhode Island Firearms Owners League. They are one of their website is typically up to date with the most stuff. All right, folks. John Francis competition. John, keep up the good work. Stay safe and we'll talk to you again. You too. Thanks, John. All right, folks. There he is. John Francis competition shooting support. Now, right now, it is uh, 1244 on this Friday. Good afternoon, everyone. And it is. It is a delightful Friday. It's the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and also 99.9 FM. This portion of the program, uh, stop in and see Marie. It's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Stop in and see. Now, you've driven past right across from Davenport Restaurant. It's a nice day. Tomorrow is also going to be a good weather day as we're one week away from spring. And stop in shop local and on top of that i bet you've driven past that old white church many different times 1099 menden road in cumberland it's my health inside you can shop local you can get vitamins herbal remedies from trusted companies who understand quality integrity local products like 
pick up a bottle of the incredible acai berry, this incredible antioxidant. She also, Marie at It's My Health has honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum, over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices, and hemp and CBD products. It's my health because it's your health. Stop in. See the queen of health. It's Marie at 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. So, folks, again, Governor McKee, good afternoon. It's Sean DePietro. Coming up at 1 o'clock, Governor Andrew Cuomo, the governor of New York, has issued, he's going to have a press conference. Uh, This certainly sounds like, wow, This think how dramatic this is. As President Biden called him last year, he was the gold standard in New York. He completely misrepresented the nursing home figures. And then now, on top of that, uh, it is just one story after another that um, where he is, in fact, uh, been apparently they're saying bullying different people. And it just, you know, kind of goes on and on. So uh, it sure sounds I, I think he he's you, you don't call a press conference. If anything, he's made it to Friday. Wow. Here's someone saying Cuomo call is not a resignation one. It's a normal COVID briefing call, Anid says. So maybe he is going to make it through the weekend. All right. So Governor Cuomo. Well, anyway, we're going to track it coming up at uh, at one o'clock. All eyes will be on this. But um, let's see. It's all about power, the cruelty and the casualties. He's in a lot of them. Um, well, we're going to find out now. Ideally, folks. The, the media does not want him to resign because if he ra- resigns, then it's over. Earlier this morning, Rhode Island Congressman Mussolini, here's him democracy. speaking in Congress. Indeed, our democracy is strongest when we have a free and diverse press that informs citizens, uh. holds power to account, and exposes corruption and wrongdoing. But in recent years, the local news that is delivered through newspapers, online, and local broadcasts has been in a state of economic freefall. Over the past 15 years, one in five newspapers closed, and the number of journalists working for newspapers has been cut in half. In 2019, America reportedly lost over 2,100 newspapers since 2004. Well, I want to just touch on that. One of the reasons he's not mentioning is, folks, the real story on that is for years, newspapers depended on their help wanted ads. And I remember the first time I heard that the San Francisco, I think it was the San Francisco Chronicle, that because of Craigslist, because of Craigslist, they were just losing hundreds of thousands of dollars with the, you know, people used to take out an ad in the San Francisco Chronicle to advertise an apartment listing. And as soon as Craigslist hit San Francisco, it destroyed that. So, you know, where newspapers were their real bread and butter for a long time, it really came from the classified ads. Let me ask you, anyone that's listing right now, if you're if someone is listing and you're out of work, how many people go through the newspaper to find a help wanted ad? I mean, I remember being in high school and getting the Providence Journal help wanted ad and highlighting and circling. And who does that anymore? Everything's online. So it's kind of a, a formula that that's really made they, they made a lot of their money, a lot of their money from that. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by West Fountain Auto Body. Now, listen, maybe you were in an accident. You're listening on this Friday. If you're in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. Is, was someone you know in an accident, whether it's a a small dent or nearly total vehicle, let's get it fixed with West Fountain Auto Body. 401-272-3340, 401-272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body. They'll restore your vehicle, showroom-like condition, located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. They'll handle everything for you. They're going to work for you, not the insurance company. It's West Fountain Auto Body, 272-3340. Call Kenny, and they'll get that vehicle back on the road. Well, now this Cuomo thing next hour is very interesting. Folks, also, people are wondering what is the next move with President Trump? I'm going to take you inside that and we'll talk about that a little bit next hour. I've heard have heard from uh some of his people what some of the the plans are, but in case you're just putting on the radio on this 
uh, Friday. Um, the good news is more vaccines will apparently be made available. And Rhode Island is expanding vaccine eligibility to two more groups. So people 60 to 64 and people 16 to 64 with specific underlying health conditions. Now, it hasn't been easy. Now, I also want to point out that um, people 16 to 64, if you have either diabetes type 1 or 2, lung disease such as COPD, emphysema, cystic fibrosis, heart disease, or kidney disease. So you are now eligible. Now, I know many of you are wondering about the nursing homes. The good news is, I think it's going to be truly restricted. And I also want to point out, anyone that is, um, if you are hesitant to if you're hesitant to um if you're hesitant to get the vaccine i i am i don't think you're going to be a, you're going to be able to go to visit family members in a nursing home if you haven't had the vaccine i think that um for what i i think that's where it's going to go i know that they certainly want to vaccinate everyone inside everyone that's inside of the uh, nursing homes and i know so many of you it's been absolutely brutal it has been um terrible you know i'm also seeing that on channel 12 they talk about all these problems at the state-run hospitals and then of course the president of council 94 expresses concerns with mckee's overall budget Pointing out his union represents 500 members at Elena Slater Hospital. 500 people. And it's been hemorrhaging money. Absolutely hemorrhaging money. And that is something, by the way, that still need to have some answers. But, you know, and again, I want to point out Channel 12, Elena Slater Hospital. This number is still mind-blowing to me. How overblown are things with overtime and this job and da-da-da and everything else? The hospital costs 550000 per patient to operate. <laughs> it's five times the normal cost. So if you have two patients at that Elena Slater Hospital, costs a million one. One million one to take care of two people. Insanity. Absolute insanity. The good news is um, I know that the media, everyone's trying to get more numbers on that whole thing. Hey, folks, I also want to remind you. Now, listen, if you plan to grill or if you're a restaurant and maybe you fill up a lot of propane tanks and and you listen, when you need propane, I want you to stop and see my friend Phil Johnson at Johnson Propane. This is where I go to get my tank filled. Johnson Propane. He's been there since 1971, located 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. Phil Johnson, you can call him at 621-8129, right in front of the Stop and Shop next to the Wendy's. It's Johnson Propane. He's open seven days a week, and he'll refill. He'll fill your Blue Rhino tank. He doesn't swap them out. Fifteen bucks, he'll fill up your Blue Rhino tank. Now, if you go and they swap it out, a lot of times it's 25 so you can refill two tanks, 30 bucks. If you went somewhere else, it will cost you 50. How about that? Open seven days a week, plus he has supplies, plus he has firewood, credit cards accepted. Open seven days a week, nine to seven. He's been there since 1971. Stop it and see my friend Phil Johnson. I'm going to see him tomorrow and get my tank filled. 904 Anton Avenue in Providence, Johnson Propane, Tanks and Supplies. In front of the Stop and Shop, next to the Wendy's, 904 Manton Avenue in Providence, right across from where Doris Vending used to be. It's Johnson Propane. Since 1971, Mayor Dorley cut the ribbon when Phil opened up. Johnson Propane. The guy is just terrific, plus he's a patriot. Folks, good afternoon. It's Juan. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, last night in Portland, Antifa set fire to the federal courthouse. Nothing done about it. Nothing done about it. Why aren't they called domestic terrorists? Why why don't they target them? I'm telling you, you heard John Francis. They want to take away your guns. 
Uh, they're expecting a lot of protests. Folks, the George Floyd case, who knows what's going to happen after that. Make sure you're protected, your family's protected. You want all state lock experts in locking systems and security. Call them at 401-349-0042 and online at depetro.com. You can link right through, but it's allstatelock.com, allstatelock.com, allstatelock. Security cameras, car keys, uh, residential, commercial, building security. Protect yourself with Allstate Lock. Get some security cameras out in front of your home, your property, your business. Call them 401-349-0042 or online at allstatelock.com. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. So last hour was the COVID briefing. And the good news is we're certainly moving in the right direction. Now, coming up at one o'clock, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo is calling a press conference and more allegations are about him. So we're going to follow that, cover it live. Also, the um, I'm seeing right now, Eli Sherman says the pace of daily vaccinations in Rhode Island has slowed over the past 10 days. States on track to reach 10% of the population fully vaccinated at some point over the weekend. And I know there are um, many people that are waiting to find out whether or not if they can get vaccinated. How about this headline? Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's popularity falls to lowest level ever after that Oprah interview. But you know what's funny is there was a a good story that I started to mention with that. Uh, Public opinion, it's the worst it's ever been, is there are so many people that were saying, oh, they're brave and she's so brave with this. Public opinion has fallen to a record low. Attitudes towards Prince Harry more negative than positive for the first time. Following the couple's interview, the couple fallen very much out of favor with the British public. 45% of Brits have a positive opinion of Prince Harry, 48% negative. Represents a drop of 15 points. Her score has also fallen. Um, Let's see, only 3 in 10 have a positive opinion of her. While 6 in 10 view her negatively. Gives her a net rating negative 27 down from negative 14. So folks, 70% of people in Britain have a negative image. In the most damaging claim, folks, in all of that, of her calling them racist and the crown a racist, um, it's disgraceful. But what, what, is, what stands out to me and why I wanted to mention that story is the fact that amongst certain members of the media, they were applauding them and saying that she was fantastic and she was so brave for coming forward and blah, blah, blah. And that is not the way it's washing with the general public in any way. It's another example of where they're just tone deaf. Hey, I want to remind you, you want to stay nice and uh, healthy, folks. Make sure this weekend, if you're out shopping, whether you see Marie, that's my health, or go to Dave's in East Greenwich, pick up a bottle of this incredible acai berry. Have you tried this yet? A-C-A-I-B-E-R-R-I, acai berry. It's delicious. You only need an ounce a day. This incredible antioxidant comes in this bottle. Pick it up this weekend at Dave's in East Greenwich, acai berry. This incredible antioxidant. Also, you can get it at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Here's what we can do. Folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. The Power Hour's next. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. Next hour, I do want to dip in on New York Governor Andrew Cuomo is having a press briefing. We have a lot more to go, plus the battle with the ATVs. So we're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. We'll be back on the other side right now. Get ready for the 1 o'clock news. WNRI Winsocket. 